Welcome to Learned Leg, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm Amanda. And I'm George. Amanda is in Zephyr A, and I am in Zephyr B. This is season 30 for me and season 26 for Amanda. And this is day two of season 98. Our first question uh, asks, what flavor characterizes uh, frangipani, mandelbrot, marzipan biscotti, and a uh, orgeat syrup called... Uh, I guess Orgiat is the syrup name. Oh, thank God. I didn't know how to pronounce half of the nouns in this thing. Um, I really had to kind of let my my mind wander on this one because uh, I just didn't know it off the off the top of my head. Uh, none of these really landed for me as, oh, yes, the, the very distinctive Mandelbrot flavor of whatever. <laughs> um, finally, it was marzipan that kind of clued me in on it like i seemed to remember that it was almondy mm-hmm. uh and none of the others as i said landed with anything else i briefly thought of coffee because uh, mm. i thought that like biscotti was sort of a coffee flavored sort of thing uh, but then i i thought about it some more and i thought no i think i'm just associating with it because like i feel like it's available in coffee shops sure as a companion to it and therefore it wouldn't be flavored to that that would be crazy um so i just for lack of anything better i'm gonna go with almond sure yeah this one i definitely knew right away from marzipan because that is made with almond paste Mm. um and the other ones like if marzipan hadn't been in there then i would have been a lot more tentative um, and maybe not even have landed on almond very quickly at all. Um, cause I don't know what orgeat syrup is really. Um, I assume it's just a flavored simple syrup based on this. Um, and so, you know, biscotti might have gotten me there, but I, I'm not sure I think of biscotti as always having almond flavor so much as sometimes being almond flavored or having like toasted almonds sprinkled on it or something um but luckily um marzipan was there to nerf it out for me and so i put down almond that was the correct answer question two asks us uh, classically what color or shade rather uh, of horse does death ride as the horseman of the apocalypse well and in in fact, specifies that it's not a color, but some other word. So that it could have been some, you know, initially when I uh, looked at this question, I thought, well, it's probably a skeleton, right? Because it's, <laughs> you know, it's it's death. Death is pre- depicted as a skeleton and riding a skeletal horse would sort of make sense. Um, but that didn't quite work for me. And I couldn't picture... Uh, um, Agatha Christie using it in a novel title in quite that uh, appropriate way and for a while I tried to think of like the the skeletal horses in um, sort of the Hogwarts universe are Thestrals Mm -hmm. but I didn't think of that until honestly just now as I was saying this comment I I knew there is a word for them that is at least used there I don't know if it's a more universally used word for a creature like that um, and I certainly didn't really think it would really be something Agatha Christie would have incorporated either. But then I thought, well, you know, how do people kind of describe uh, 
what kind of horse death rides. I thought, well, death rides a pale horse. Um, and it, I believe the Agatha Christie novel is something about pale horse, pale rider. Um, or I don't know if, the, or some novel out there is I that. I think that's someone else. I think it's, yeah, I, it didn't quite work of thinking it that way. Um, but I was like, pale, that works for what the question seems to be dancing around. Um, you know, it's some other word that is like a descriptor, but it's not a color per se, but it's a quality of a color. Um, so it's, it's kind of adjacent there. Um, so I just thought, yeah, death rides a pale horse, pale horse, pale rider. That's something that I associate with, um, death as a horseman of the apocalypse. So I put down pale. Uh, I knew this just based on the fact that I read a lot of stuff where this comes up. <laughs> uh, and in fact, it just came up recently. Uh, we only recently have started, or I think we might have finished the first season of Good Omens. Yes. Yeah. yeah we were we were late on that one for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, and that's, you know, there's the, the big scene in it where the horsemen assemble and Death mm. is specifically riding a pale horse. Yes. Uh, but I believe it's white. I don't think it's green in that one. Could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, this was just the death rides a pale horse. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. I'll go with that. And that was the correct answer. And it is sort of interesting that, um, you know, as described in the question, uh, conquest or pestilence has a white horse, mm-hmm. which is not the same as being pale, I suppose. You can be a very distinctly bright white horse. Mm-hmm. Um, so this could really be... Any color from, you know, gray to, you know, Palomino tan to, you know, it could be something that's just not quite saturated or Mm -hmm. even a little translucent or something. So um, it's kind of an interesting thing to think about, like, what color is this actually talking about? Maybe we don't know. Maybe it's just because it's kind of a shade of of a living being type of thing. Question three asks us which two which gives asks us to name uh, one of the two non New York teams to win the World Series between 1949 and 1962. I didn't know this. Couldn't really think of anything uh, that I could hold on to for this particular one. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, finally, I kind of settled on. I remember Stan Musial was. Uh, a big player of that era um, and that he played for the St. Louis Cardinals. Mm. So I thought, okay, maybe, maybe Stan Musial, uh, Musial, I don't even know. Uh, I've only ever read his name. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe he led the Cardinals to a world series during this time in, in essentially the fifties. So I'll, I'll go with St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, this was one where I could not persuade myself of any particular team. Um, you know, thinking about 1957, 1960, I, it's before my time. You know, I, I couldn't pin it to any particular event. I don't know. I went with the Detroit Tigers because I thought, why not, you know, go with the hometown heroes here. Um, mm-hmm. and, I, and I feel like the Tigers were pretty good in that era. Like that, that it was plausible that they would have have 
picked up a World Series back then. Mm -hmm. But I just didn't really know, so that was my guess. It was the Milwaukee Braves, later the Atlanta Braves, ah. or the Pittsburgh Pirates. Okay. Who are, of course, still the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yes. That was the other thing, is I did try to figure out, like, what teams might have changed locations or names or mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And I, again, I just don't have the depth of knowledge to right. to pick up on that. Yeah, one of our friends said Milwaukee Brewers for that one. So, ah, bummer yeah. there. See? Yep. Question four asks us, well, I'll just, I'll break it down. Here's how I knew it. Where is the Wellington Museum in Belgium? <laughs> and that certainly is a sensible way of approaching it. And I tried to do so, but I, this is one of those questions that I knew I would recognize as soon as I saw it, but I couldn't make it gel in my head. Um, it's, it's like it's pulling together pieces of information that I have not previously connected. Mm -hmm. um, and so I ended up putting down Bruges just because I know that's a place in Belgium. That's all I can, you know, go with there. And I thought perhaps it was, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. That's the only uh, uh, rationale I had. I didn't think it would be Brussels because it's clearly, you know, if it's the Welling Museum, I figure at least it's near the um, uh, ocean. So... You know, that's, but that didn't uh, lead me anywhere sufficiently. So I put down Bruges. Okay. Uh, as soon as I saw Wellington, I figured, oh, this has got to be near Waterloo, where he beat Napoleon. Okay. So the the rest of the, the, the battle panorama mural said, oh, okay, yeah, this is definitely about the battle of Waterloo. If it's not called Waterloo, then I'm hooped. <laughs> but I figure, like, it's not going to be something like that. It's not going to... Uh, Rule four, Thurston wants you to get it. Mm -hmm. So he's not going to uh, lead you all that way and then swerve you with, ha ha, you fools, it's actually in the municipality of Saint-Fronflantin. <laughs> so, so I went with Waterloo, and I was happy with that. And that was the correct answer. I think I just had never really known on a map where Waterloo is. Hmm. I think I might have figured in France or mm, down okay. by Gibraltar. I, mm. I don't know. You know, okay. I was kind of figuring Reasonable. Somewhere along that European coast, and it's never really been pinned down for me. Okay. Uh, question five asks us, what literary form Edward Lear uh, popularized in the Book of Nonsense? So I figured this is some kind of joke sort of thing. Mm. If not overtly, then at least kind of like, you know, something that's sort of humorous and non-serious at least. Uh -huh. Coming from the Book of Nonsense. Uh, and literary form kind of made me think of like, well, what's a, what's a non-serious sort of thing that has a literary form? And I thought, oh, it's a limerick, mm -hmm. which I, <laughs> excuse me, I was thrown by the fact that there's a, a phrase in here about the fact that its precise origins are unknown because I would have thought that it was, I figured it was named after the place in Ireland and that was where it was invented or whatever and then you know in popularized in 1846 that's r recent enough that it's not lost in the hazy uh, the hazy times of yore <laughs> uh, but for lack of anything else i you know, kind of thought like doggerel or some other like i was trying to think of some <laughs> other kind of forms of you know, like, 
I, I almost went with knock knock joke. I came very very <laughs> close to going with knock knock joke, but I thought that's not a that's just not. <clears throat> if there's a line labeled literary forms to the left and not literary forms to the right, you got limerick that's like an inch to the left. <laughs> and you got knock knock jokes. It's like an inch to the right of that. Like that's mm. there is your dividing line between those two things. Right. That's your spectrum. Uh, but I just kept coming back to limerick and figured, okay, mm -hmm. yeah, that's that's a reasonable thing that would kind of you know have a a single popularizer, if not inventor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'll go with limerick. Yeah. So interestingly, with this one, I sort of initially read the first name Edward in my early morning haze. And I think thinking about this um, idea of the book of nonsense and so on, I was thinking this referred to the book itself and like, what kind of book would this be? Uh, okay, yeah, and so yeah. I was thinking of sort of like, is it an ABC kind of book? But I realized that I was thinking of Edward Gorey mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and the, the ghastly crumb tinies. I think it was. Sure. Um, and so, you know, I had to kind of clear that out of my mind, like that, it, this is not that I was trying to figure out like an, uh, ABC book or so, something along those lines. Um, but I thought that's not really a literary form. That's maybe a format, I guess. Um, and it's 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 a weird saying its precise origins are unknown as a, would be a weird way to refer to that somehow for me like it didn't it didn't just fit with the the question overall um so i thought i once i finally got my mind a little bit away from like literary in the sense of story or narrative then when i kind of switched over to like oh but what about like poetical kinds of forms and limerick came to mind as something like, you know, it's kind of that thing where like, how many literary forms do you know of that have been popularized? Like there, there aren't that many that the general public could name. I think most people can kind of tell you what a limerick is or recognize it, mm -hmm. you know, when they read one, um, cause it's pretty, you know, it's a grade school kind of thing that you might learn about. It's, it's not mm -hmm. uh, blank verse. It's not like, um, you know, it's not something like dog roll. It's not something that, that, mm -hmm. that is a technical term that is specialized. Right. It is a popular term that you, you recognize that this is a novel. This is a short story. This is a limerick. This is a sonnet. Like, the, you know, something that is in the general vernacular, I guess. Um, and I thought it had to be something like that. And... 1846 sounded like about the time when a limerick might have been kind of catching the public uh, attention. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and I thought, yeah, sure. The mid 19th century, um, Edward Lear, I thought plausibly was associated perhaps a little bit with Ireland. I don't know. Um, and so I also ended up putting down limerick. And that was correct. Thank goodness. Question six asks us who co-created the HBO drama series The Idol and whose birth name is Abel Tesfaye. Right. right. Uh, and I, this was one that sort of irked me a little bit because I knew I 
should know who this is and that I would know who it is when I recognized it um, or when I read the answer that is but it just I couldn't I couldn't jog it loose from my brain mm. um, I thought you know this is Abel Tesfaye sounds like a, you know a person of African descent um, or of background and that was as far as my brain would take it like I I, you know, I ended up going with Seal because I thought, you know, he's been in the ent- entertainment business a long time. He, you know, may have, a, the, he has a stage name that I can easily kind of pluck out of my consciousness. Okay. Okay. Um, and I just couldn't, I couldn't, it's one of those category problems that I've, I'm sure I've talked about uh, at way too much length on the podcast here where it's like name people of African descent with a stage name. That's a large category and my brain can't pick a starting point. Reasonable. And so just like, it just kind of cycles through a bunch of, you know, loading screens basically. And, and, you know, one answer might come out and that's it. My brain's like, the job is done. I found one here, have that one. No, I'm not coming up with more. Why would I come with more? This one fits the bill. Take it. (laughs) So I put down seal. Reasonable. Uh, this is the weekend. Mm. I, I remember hearing about this show when it came out and hearing how hilariously bad it was. Oh. Um, it also stars Johnny Depp's daughter. Uh, oh. And it was canceled yesterday. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and I think the, the reports came out like this morning. <laughs> uh, to say Tuesday morning as we're, as we're recording this. Yeah. And it was sort of, you know, half-heartedly being discussed on one of my slacks. And I was like, oh, oh, God, I can't say, like, hey, this is a spoiler because, mm. you know, it's it's saying, like, you know, starting the weekend, a.k.a. Abel Tesla. Like, mm, okay, well, <laughs> I knew it as soon as I read it, so I'm not counting this as cheating. But, mm. uh, but yeah, sometimes the news just pops and what are you going to do? Yeah, that's, uh, now that you say, well, I, I had no idea about all of that backdrop either, which mm. didn't help me in my ability of <laughs> answering the question. I, I had no idea that he had a show, and apparently there's a good reason for that, because yep. people didn't like enough to keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's going to be a topic of discussion, I predict, on the mm. Facebook pages. Could well be. Um, of just like, ugh. I was pondering this one, and then this headline came across my, yeah. you know, Twitter feed or whatever. Yep. Arg. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that leaves me with three out of six, which, mm. blah. Um, I'm up against one of the top players in our rundle, yeah. so it may not matter super much to have a <laughs> bad day today. You know, I can save a good day for someone who I have a, a greater chance of defeating. Yeah, it, much as I would like it, to be it competitive, can be, it can be nice when you just sort of, well, never going to get to this one, so yeah, never, never going to climb this hill, and therefore never going to come close to winning. But yeah, this was a day that like these are all definitely very gettable questions, and I couldn't make my brain kind of punch through whatever bit of fog was uh, breaking it up for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, well, but you I had, had five, five, yeah, That's quite good, solid. Yeah. I was never going to get to the uh, to the baseball one. Mm. I just didn't. I didn't have a peg to hang it on. I did I think couldn't. about, like, I thought about teams that would have potentially been prominent in 
that time. I mm. think I did, you know, glancingly think of Pittsburgh, mm. but I just didn't have a reason to say, yeah, that one. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, I could I could have named a bunch of teams and eventually named those two, but it would not have told me that they mm -hmm. won a, uh, a World Series in the 50s. Yeah, and, you know, sadly, though, like, World Series' winners are pretty bog-standard trivia, too. Like, it's not, you know, kind of like Best Picture winners. Yeah. I would guess. So I yeah. think it's going to be a pretty high get rate for, at least for people with more of a game sport. Yeah, it, yeah, that's, that one's distant enough that I think it's going to be tough. Perhaps. Um, especially given that it wasn't, you know, the... You know the what? What's a team that was really dominant around that time? Well, that's the New York Yankees. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's that's the ones you really learn about, not the occasional like, yeah. oh, the Pirates. And you know, it's not like either of those is an historically bad team. Like, right. you know, Phillies World Series appearances are more notable. Cubs, yeah, you, know, you, can, you you know that oh, well, there was twenty sixteen, and then there was like. You know, 1912, I think, was the one before that or something right, like that. It was Sox more than 100 and... years. Yeah. Whereas these ones that are just sort of, you know, routinely, you know, occasionally cropping up and, and winning one or getting a, or, or getting to the World Series or something like that, you just, they fade into the background. It's not as notable. Right. So. Yep. See how things go. We can hope, you know, <laughs> and it, any, anything can happen. Yep. Uh, some things are less probable than others. <laughs> so that's it for today. Tune in tomorrow for more post-game analysis. Uh, new this season, you can follow us at Learned Lag with all the vowels uh, on Blue Sky. That's uh, that We've kind of shifted over to that platform yep. uh, with a number of our friends. So um, look for us there if you'd like. And remember, don't forfeit. Don't cheat.